We are back, ladies and gentlemen, and on this week's edition of the Out of Bounds podcast, we're going to be talking about Steph Curry. Now, after his latest championship and finals MVP performance, is he now one of the top 10 greatest players in NBA history? Our thoughts on that and more on this week's edition of the Out of Bounds podcast. Welcome to episode 48 of the Out of Bounds podcast. I go by the name of Liddell the Fashionista, or here alongside me on this week's edition, we got our man in the middle, Mr. Radio Donnie himself, Donovan Wilkins. How you doing today, bro? Feeling good, feeling good. Uh, I, just, I just want to get this out there. Um, I've been uh, I've been feeling myself with my photography the past couple of past couple of uh, weeks. Um, yeah, talk that shit, bro. Yeah, I, I I decided to take a step back from posting on social media for a while, even though I did just post uh, like yesterday. Um, but I, I'm 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 not doing photography for social media now. I'm now doing it for myself, and I've seen like a big big creative jump. Um, I'm yeah. more focused. Uh, I don't know. I just, I just feel I'm falling in love with photography again. You're doing it for you're doing it for the love of the art. Yeah, 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 and I've I've seen my uh, my skills take like a huge leap forward and stuff like that. So that's just so. That's just so. Now I I know before I said talking shit, I need to start by saying um, going forward on on out of bounds on all of the podcasts on the Tough Podcast Network, I'm gonna keep the cursing at a minimum. Because on our last episode, episode 47, which if you missed that, um, shame on you. But I, I can understand why you did, because you two did not push it that much. Due to some controversy. Were we the, cursing a lot? I was. Oh, okay. I was. I was. So I take full responsibility for that, you know, because although none of our content are, are children friendly, we do not, we do not claim that children cannot watch our show, but, um, you know, it's not a family-friendly show. Like we use profanity. Sometimes we talk about sex, drugs, alcohol, or other shows, you know, relationships, right. you know. So we can kind of get a little bit controversial. But I do have – I do curse like a sailor. I'm not going to lie. And as, you know, one of the leaders of this thing, I set the tone. And I said, basically, it's my responsibility because, you know, if I do it, that gives everybody else the right to do it. Although you guys, you yourself, Donnie – no, although he's not here with us today, but uh, he's doing great things. I'm proud of him. Um, you know, you guys are don't curse as much as I do. I understand that I need to take responsibility and I need to use my words better. You know, so this is not necessarily an apology to YouTube, to Bob by the Gods, or anything like that. It's just me owning up to you know, my stuff and realize that I don't have to say the F word, you know seven eight times per episode mind you, they sent me an email with time says that every time i said the word they did know, yeah every time i said the word every time i said at the mf or and all that you know so um i'm gonna do my due diligence to watch my mouth i could still say the same stuff without being a you know too vulgar with my language yeah, so yeah. i'm gonna I be mindful of that. i'm gonna be mindful of that going forward so i just wanted to say that you know but um now that we got that out the way we, like I said, we're now at episode 48, which means we're two episodes away from our milestone 50th episode of Sunday. I'm truly proud of it. We probably could have got to it 
a bit sooner than we're about to. But obviously, you know, just like scheduling conflicts, you know, me also have a, a business, Shameless Plug, Ground on Media Productions. If you have not seen episode one, actually, I can't even do it on, well, I can, you know, I'm the boss, but, um, you know, I'll, you know, I could do it, you know, so if you have not seen it, I will link that, you know, also below on this video. But um, this is not about Ground Media Productions. This is not about vibes. This is out of bounds where we talk sports. And we have a lot of sports news to talk about today. So we're going to waste no further time and we're going to get to it. Mr. Steph Curry. Um, the Warriors beat the Celtics. I'm not happy about that. You know, me being a Celtics fan as well as a Mavericks fan. I had a 50-50 chance that one of my teams won the championship. It did not happen. Golden State beat both. You know, and, and pretty, pretty decisively. So, um, you know, shout out to Steph Curry, shout out to the Warriors. We're basically in the midst of a dynasty right now. I mean, yeah, basically, let's call it what it is. <laughs> yeah, they're a dynasty. Yeah, everybody's like, oh, how can they be a dynasty? Like four championships in eight years. Four championships in eight years—that's pretty impressive. That's, that's what you call a dynasty. Especially if you consider the fact that they've been to in, a, in a six of the past eight NBA finals. Uh, you yeah. know, like I guess you could say like LeBron kind of did something similar, you know, with his time with Miami and Cleveland. I mean, if if a dynasty was but he like, did not win. Yeah, but I mean we, we call it LeBron era for a reason because he did single handedly. Is it really his era though? I mean he, he went to the, the NBA finals ten straight times, right? Or eight. Okay. 2011, 2012, yeah. 2013, 2014. That's four years with Miami. 15, 16, 17, 18. Mm-hmm. That's four years with Cleveland. Right. 19 was his first year with the Lakers. They missed the playoffs. Mm-hmm. So he basically he been there. Wait, let me do that again. 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18. Seven years. Nine years. Seven, no, no, seven straight years. Oh, yeah, yeah. Seven straight years. Seven straight years. The Warriors. In the same span, but it's a six finals in eight years. Mm-hmm. So technically, they, the Warriors run and LeBron's run kind of overlap because they both began in the 2010s. Right. You know right. So that's why I kind of have to say, like, is it when you say like the LeBron James era? Because last I checked, Steph Curry and LeBron James got the same amount of rings. Mm-hmm. Now, does that mean that Steph Curry is a better player than LeBron James? I don't think so. I don't think nobody's saying that. But the question here on our first main topic of this week's edition is where does Steph Curry right now on the NBA's all-time list? So before I get my thoughts on it, Donnie, I get the floor to you. Where does Steph Curry rank for you on the NBA's all-time list after this past NBA Finals performance? Okay, so I, I brought up the, the 10 greatest basketball players of all time from Britica, um statistic website. Um, so let's read them all first. Uh, you have Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, um, Tim Duncan. Well, Kareem's number one? Yeah, yeah, number one. Or I, I think they just list them. Is this listed head. order? I don't think it is. I mean, I, I, don't mind, I don't mind people think Kareem is number one, but Tim Duncan number two, that's when I'm like, okay, is this in order? I, I, yeah, I think this is the 10 top greatest, um, no order, but we can do that later. Um, so Tim Duncan, uh, Shaquille O'Neal, Larry Bird, Bill Russell, 
Oscar Robertson, Wilt Chamberlain, Magic Johnson, Michael Jordan, LeBron James, and that's it. Yeah, that was it. Ten. No. Well, I, I I shouldn't say no. I shouldn't say no. Because these lists are all subjective. It's also dependent upon the author of the story. Because who knows? Whoever wrote this. Right. I mean, because I'm, I'm looking at Tinder Friend. I'm looking at Bleacher Report. I'm looking at The Atlantic. I'm looking at Scott Fuji. Um, I'm looking at ESPN Complex. So, th- so there's like a bunch. But, I mean, w- what I just named are the people I think are in the conversation the most. I, I think we can say that. Because, I mean, if we were to, like, actually, like, look for a list, I mean, like you said, it's subjective. Right. But um, I, I think the names that we mentioned, I think, could be the standard of what we're looking for in this topic right now. So, I mean, it's up to you. I can I can definitely read ESPN. I can check out Complex. I can check out Bleacher Report. Um, let me know what you want to do. I think it, you can. You can do all that. But at the same time, our listeners and our viewers, they can also do that as well. So people, right. they come to Out of Bounds, they kind of get our thoughts, our right. raw and uncut thoughts and opinions, and on all things sports. As okay, well, all right. As, as well as all this. So let me ask you this. Who are the 10 great players in NBA history to you? And I'm going to try not to interject or shit on you or Okay. Um, or like disrespect your list. That's just and in no order. I'm just going to name off the top of my head. Um, Kobe. No, nah, I want an order. I want an order. In order, I I don't think I can necessarily put it in. I actually got into an argument um the other day with somebody about this. Um, how people were saying, oh, it was disrespectful to put um Kobe at the bottom top ten, but. Out of the 4,374 NBA players that have played in the, the league, um, to be considered a top 10, it's a huge achievement. So yeah. that that's why I'm like... Top 25 is a huge achievement. Because yeah, exactly. Like even, the said, next, even the next 10, you can make a top 10 all-time case for right. the next 10. So, so we're looking at 450. 45,000 NBA players that have played the game of basketball professionally. So, I mean, uh, all right, let let me try to give my top 10. Okay, all right, MJ, number one. LeBron James, number two. Kareem, number three. I, I should probably put another big man up there, but um, Kobe number four, Larry Bird number five. I gotta toss Oscar Robertson up there. Mm. Can't forget about Dr. J. Well, I got two more spots left, right? Yes, yes, uh, yeah. Bill Russell, obviously. 
Okay. One more. And one more. Uh, did I say Shaq already? I don't think you did. Uh, I'll put Shaq top 10. Okay. No Steph Curry, though. <sighs> yeah, no Steph Curry. <laughs> so first of all, like I said, I'm not. I was really trying hard not to interject here because you said Oscar Robertson, Dr. J were in your top ten. I, I think Dr. J more so because that was just you know that Philly bias. So I mean, if you definitely want to switch him with uh, Stephen Curry, you can definitely no, 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 no. I don't want you to. I don't want you to. You know because the thing. The question here, once again, to remind everyone, where does Steph Curry right now on the NBA's all-time list? Uh-huh. Curry, Curry is a now four-time NBA champion, yep. two-time league MVP, first ever unanimous league MVP, uh-huh. All-Star Game MVP, first ever Western Conference Finals MVP, NBA's all-time um, leading three-point shots made. One of the seventy-five greatest. Oh, players oh ever. man. Uh- yeah, I'm gonna take Dr. J out. Um, put Magic Johnson. I can't believe I totally forgot about him. Oh yeah, you did forget about Magic. I can't believe I forgot about Magic. <laughs> but thing is, I wouldn't take out Dr. J for. I would have took out Oscar Robertson, but that's just Oscar Robertson. But actually, neither one of them belong in my top ten. You know. Okay. They, yeah. They maybe. top. They top twenty for me, but we can make um, a debate about that. Yeah. Yeah, but I'm gonna give my list. You know because. Okay. Like I said, the reason why I list off of all the stuff Curry's accolades because as impressive as it is, as they are, do they warrant him being one of the top ten great players ever played the game? Yeah. So let's get my list and let's see if he if he ends up on it. Okay. No, number one for me, Michael Jordan. Mm-hmm. Number two for me, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Number okay. three for me is Magic Johnson. Number four for me is LeBron James. Okay, all right. <laughs> number five for me is Larry Bird. Mm-hmm. Number six for me is Hakeem Olajuwon. Number seven for me is Tim Duncan. Okay. Number eight for me is Shaquille O'Neal. Mm-hmm. Number nine for me is, and this is where it starts to get tricky. Yeah. Wilt Chamberlain. I'm going with Wilt. You got to go. <laughs> and number 10. Hmm. Bill Russell's the greatest winner of NBA NBA history. 11 titles in 13 years. But he played in, you know, Wilt also played in this era as well. But he played in an era when there was less teams. He played with like about eight other Hall of Famers and a Hall of Fame head coach. Does he deserve to get punished for that? Absolutely not, because Bill Russell won at all levels: high school, um, the Olympics, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, college at the University of San Francisco and at Boston. But is he a better basketball player than a Charles Barkley? Is he a better basketball player than a Kobe Bryant? Is he a better basketball player than a? David Robinson is he a better basketball player than Isaiah Thomas? Is he a better basketball player than Dominique Wilkins? He Probably. averaged uh 15 points, 22 rebounds, and four assists. Yeah, but yeah, but that was basically during that time where like a lot of players was like right like 40 percent, you know, nobody mm-hmm. could hit a shot back then. 
And also, is he better than Moses Malone, who's another great big man? But due to his impact on the game, I'll give him the number 10 spot. I'll yeah. give him the number 10 spot. I, I, I think that's a good take. Yeah. yeah. Now, where does Steph Curry rank? Steph Curry, for me, is in that next 10. Yeah. He's in that next 10. He's with the Kobe's. Kobe is my 11th guy. You know, everybody was like, oh, how could Kobe not be in the top 10? No, we definitely have something to say about that. But yeah. <laughs> yeah, he would have shout out to no, you know. But um, uh, I can't put Kobe in the top 10 due to the simple fact that he played exactly like MJ, but just not as good. You know, it's kind of like he was like, like if MJ was version 1.0, Kobe was version 1.1. Except I agree that, with that. Just that with Virgil 1.1, there was more bugs and glitches. Just, just like a, a step down, not a like a large step, but like just yeah, a, yeah. I, I totally agree with that. Yeah. So from my from my logic, I consider MJ to be the greatest shooting guard of all time. If you know it's on my list, there's only one shooting guard on the list, and that's MJ. And there's only one other guard on my list, and that's Magic Johnson, and he was like six eleven. Magic was really like a power forward playing point guard. He, he was. You know, so there's two guards in my top 10 all time. Everybody else is either like a forward or a big. Kobe Bryant is my next guard after MJ and Magic. He's my second shooter guard. So it's only right that he's number 11 for me. Because like I said, I look at it as tier one of the greatest players of all time, which I consider to be like, you because you play NBA 2K, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So – my top 10 is basically like the Hall of Fame. Wait, did I say Shaq? No. Hold on, let me do this again. MJ 1, Kareem 2, Magic 3, LeBron 4, Hakeem 5, Duncan 6. I think I said Shaq. I had to. I th- yeah, I think you said O'Neal. So he probably threw me off. Yeah, yeah, you did. did, you did, you yeah, did. I did. Okay, okay, okay. Just, just making sure. So, I consider to be like the first ten to be like your Hall of Fame badges type players. The next ten would be like your Gold Badge players. That's what I said. Eleven for me would be Kobe. Twelve for me would be Isaiah Thomas. Okay. Thirteen for me would be Steph Curry. That's the, no, actually no. I'll put Steph at twelve. No, that's too high. You, you, no, you no, that's too AI? high. AI is not in my top 20. And AI is my favorite player, but he's not in my top 20. He's okay. like 25 or he's like at that 25 to 30 range. Because okay. I had to be subjective with this. So 11 is actually Kobe. 12 is Moses Malone. 13, I will have. See, it's really kind of gets tricky. 13, I, have, I will have Steph Curry. Because. But so far, the shooting ability, and so far, I have no no shooters on my list. So, Steph would probably be 13. 14 for me would be Kevin Durant. 15 for me would be Charles Barkley. 16 for me would be Isaiah Thomas. Hopefully, I'm not fucking on my own list. 17 for me would be um, hmm. 
See, these these lists are tough, man. These lists are really tough. Yeah, I mean, seventeen. I've I've always had this philosophy of I always hated like the goat debate. I've always said there's no such thing as the goat. Um, I do oh, think this is a this is a no, I I do I think there are game changers, like people who impacted their era so much. But to like. I, I don't know. I just, I don't know because records are meant to be broken, and we've seen it time and time again. We've seen LeBron like break multiple MJ records. We've seen MJ hold records for the test of time. It's, I don't know, man. It's just who who's to say we don't see another guy like MJ or like LeBron or I don't know. It's that so, does God that does God could be in the league already. Yeah, so I'm I'm just saying I, I I do think there's a goat of a generation and which I would call them game changers. But it, some might think it's too soon to put on this high, but my number seventeen would probably be Giannis. Giannis attends a cool for. I mean he, he's on uh I think he's number twenty three on this uh list that I'm reading right now, so it's not far off. He's a two-time league MVP, former defensive player of the year, NBA champion. So he has to be up there. So he'd be my 17th man. 18th would be Dr. J. 19, I'll probably put Dirk Nowitzki. 20th, I'll put Oscar Robertson. Yeah. And then you got that that 20, 21 to 25 range, which is it's just a who's who. You know, you can't really go no wrong from that point forward. But 21 probably be like someone like a – actually, I'm not even going to do it because I want to have all the names in front of me. But I'll say, like, that basically my, like my solid top 20 for certain. But Steph Curry, I think he's he's in the next 10. He has to be in the next 10. You know, him, guys like him, KD, Giannis, they're in that next 10. Kawhi Leonard, you can make a case for Kawhi Leonard to be probably not a top 20 player, but he's like one of the top 30 players at least. You no, know, due to due to like what he did at San Antonio and Toronto, won the final MVP for two different franchises. You know, when it lead Toronto to the first ever championship, hitting the, one of the biggest shots in playoff history against Philly, making Joel and B cry. You know, I'm not saying that just like you know ride you up or anything, but you know, like it was a historical moment. You know, so I mean, the issue with him is that he can't stay healthy. But Kawhi, someone that's certainly up there, Carl Malone, Kevin Garnett. You know, John Stockton, Chris Paul. Yeah, Chris Paul. <laughs> you know, James Harden. You know, there's plenty of great players. Rick Barry, Jay West, you know. Grant and stuff like yeah. You know, so there's plenty of greats on there. But Steph Curry, let's let's say this then. Like what because he's neither he's in neither one of us top ten. I have him at like I said, number twelve or thirteen. Where will he be for you? I'll put him in top. 15 maybe i mean i do i do think 12 is a good spot for him it's it's not a knock against curry it it, it's just looking at some of the other players before him it's a hard case to make that he deserves to be moved up if he was to go one-on-one staff for stat against most of these uh guys so i mean i i do think the top 15 is good for sure. What does he have to do to get in the top ten for you? What does he have to do? 
I would like I would like to see him become more of a playmaker, sort of. Um, he he's known for his shooting, and that's good. But I don't know. I I I want to see him more make more of a passing and playmaking ability. Um, let me see where he ranks on all time assist leader. So you so saying that are you saying that they should get rid of Draymond because that's the only way that's gonna happen? Because Steph is kind of like their secondary ball here and outside of Draymond. Draymond's the one that yeah. is off. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, I don't I don't know what they would have to do. But like I said, it's I don't think, that's the thing. I don't think he needs to change the style of play because right now Steph is thirty four years old. He'll be thirty five at this. You know, once the twenty twenty two. 23 season kicks off. He probably has at least two, three more years to play at this level. I think at least one more MVP caliber season, which I think will be this upcoming season. I think this upcoming season will probably be his last MVP or or NBA first second team type of season. I, I will. I will. All right, here we go. In order for him to crack the top ten, he would have to have more than one NBA steals leader. Um, he got that in 2016. I like to see him play more defense and become assist leader. He has no assist leading stats. I mean, uh, being a a point guard, I don't think he. Uh, me personally, I don't think he needs to do to do all that. I don't think to ask for 34, soon to be 35, you're a point guard to, you know, exalt himself that much on the defensive end. I'm not. I don't think that's necessary. Either and, he could hold, either he could hold his own defensively. He can't. Yeah, hold. and that's why top fifteen is a great place for him. Yeah, but for me, I because th- when you think of like the greatest, because one could argue that LeBron James is the second most talented NBA player of all time behind Michael Jordan. But when you talk about the greatest, it all comes down to like accolades and achievements. Steph has the MVPs. He has an All Star Game MVP. I think he has two All Star Game MVP, if I'm not mistaken. But he definitely got it last year. He's won multiple three point shooting contests. He's the All time leader three point shots made. First ever Western Conference Finals MVP. Finally got that elusive Finals MVP award. To, to me, the main thing that he needs to to do at this point is just to continue to stack on accolade after accolade. That's yeah. just about it. So maybe like, a few more All NBA teams. First team slots, maybe like, championships. Yeah. Even LeBron was an assist leader in 2020. I didn't even know that. Neither, you know, but sometimes, like, because, like, Russell, guys like Allen Iverson and Russell Westbrook, you know, they were up there and still, but would you consider them to be like great defenders? No, because all it really takes to, to you know, get steals is to, like, you know, have understanding of the passing lanes. You know what I mean? Like it doesn't mean that you can stick your man like a Patrick Beverly or like a Marcus. Right, Smith, right. You know what I'm saying? So, or Matisse Tybal from your 76 sixes. You know what I mean? But um, so yeah, I think guys. for soon to be that. <laughs> so uh, we'll, we'll talk about that a bit more later on. But I think all studies to do is to continue to add to the accolades. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. Kale with the next man that we're about to talk to needs to do. Although some may say that he should have been. Consider one of the 75 great players of all time. I certainly think he should have been. But um, who knows? Maybe he'll end up in the top 100 after he, you know, gets a few more accolades on his belt, like a few more championships, uh, a couple more all-star game appearances, although he certainly would have been an all-star 
had he been able to play most of CSW being a part-time player. If you guys don't know who we're talking about by now, then let me formally introduce. Well, not so I formally introduce, but um, basically drop the suspense. We're talking about Mr. Kyrie Irving. You know, Kyrie Irving. Basically, um, he his name's been in the rumor mill. You know, anytime Kyrie Irving's name is in the rumor mill or in, in being newswired, it's not for 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 most of the time, not for anything good. You know, but Kyrie Irving, there's been rumors. I'm certain that he could be on the move to either the New York Knicks, the Los Angeles Lakers. His name's been coming up with trade packages. They've been talking about he's at like uh him and he's at an impasse with the Brooklyn Nets. You know, so that's best that would come down to his contract and all that. But I ask you, Donnie, what do you see? What as let's say you are like Mr. Cleo, like son of Miss Cleo, some shit like that, right? Mm-hmm. What did your crystal ball say is the future for Mr. Kyrie Irving? Like, where do you see him next year? I, I think it's a lot of hype. Um, I, I think they'll eventually work it out. Um, I don't know. I, I just, I don't know. I don't see him in the Lakers. I don't necessarily see him moving across the river to like Manhattan and stuff like that. Um, I don't know. This is the thing about Kyrie. He is so unpredictable. Like I honestly have no idea what the fuck he's going to do. I don't think Kyrie knows what the, what like, I honestly don't know what he's going to do. Like I, I don't see him fitting anywhere. This would be like what? The third team that he's like burned bridges with, sort of. Like you had um Cleveland. You Did he really burned a bridge of, at Cleveland though? He he wanted to move out of uh LeBron James shadow, even though he wasn't doing shit when well, LeBron did, James wasn't there. Did you see his interview on um I Am Athlete? No, I've been meaning to watch that podcast. He kind of talked about that. He basically said that he's basically it came down to the fact that he was unsure, like what the future is going to be in Cleveland, because like since like LeBron James was going to be on the way out, and he didn't know what direction the team was going to go, in. like where they're going to rebuild. He didn't want to be a part of a rebuild, but LeBron going to commit. You know, LeBron basically did make it known he was going to commit long term, so he wanted to get out before you know, you know, shit hit the fans, so to speak. So, so that was really the question would be for me uh, to him is. Did you like sit down and talk with the front office? I mean, I'm assuming he had. To, well, I want to because I think he did say that he spoke to the front office because obviously you have to. You got to request a trade after the fact, you know. What right. I mean? Yeah. But um, I'll say the only place that he truly burned the bridge in was Boston. You know, just how he handled that situation. Yeah, and now he's burning one in Brooklyn. I mean, is Playing he worth? Really- Playing part time, I mean, it's, these 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 fans are mad at him. I mean, but that's New York, though. That's New York, though. I mean, he also, along with KD, said they didn't necessarily need Steve Nash as their coach. Um, Steve I mean, Nash didn't know what the fuck was going on. I mean, they got Ben Simmons, and I mean, I mean, did you see how Steve Nash coached? <laughs> in that first round series, yeah, <laughs> you know, Steve Nash is one of the greatest players to ever play the game. You know, definitely top fifty all time, maybe even higher than that on most lists. But 
Nah, he's right about that. He was right to get they did need a coach because like what was their offense? Like there's one of the basics. So so now the question is you you played like Harden, KD, and uh Irving, they all made this pact to go to Brooklyn and win this ring within what? Well, that's the Harden. I think the plan all along was for Harden to get to Philly. I mean, that's yeah, what, that's what Daryl Moore was at. You know, Brooklyn was just a piss stop. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so. I, yeah, we. I guess we could say that. But in that turn, they were seen as you know the new, like juggernaut, like the three, the big three. Yeah, but we, we never really got we never really got the chance to see that fully. Exactly. I, I think they played less than forty games together. Yeah. all three of them. Mm-hmm. So it's like, where are you going to go now? You're going to run back to. LeBron James. I mean, he did talk about the fact that you know, like, he was immature at the time, and that there's a lot of things that got misconstrued as about his relationship with LeBron, and that basically everything is good now, you know. So, yeah, okay. I'm gonna <laughs> say, I'm gonna say LeBron will take will take him back. You know, like, who would you rather have, Russell Westbrook or Kyrie Irving? Both Irving. great players, but Irving. you know, Kyrie fits with LeBron better than Russ because Kyrie can shoot the lights out. You know, so it's not that much that Kyrie – it's not that much that Steph Curry can do that Kyrie can't do. The only thing that separates them is their mental makeup. I mean, he's if he goes to Lakers, he's basically saying what everybody has been saying, that he needed LeBron James. Okay, but doesn't him at Brooklyn also kind of justify the fact that maybe he's better off as a number two? Because KD is the alpha on the other team. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, Yeah, I, I guess you can say that, yeah. But I'll say this, though. In regards to just to answer the question, I don't think Kyrie's talking and Brooklyn's coming to Yeah. This is the fact that Brooklyn, they, they do not want to piss off Kevin Durant. <laughs> you do not want to do that. Okay, you got James Harden. You had to trade him for a guy that did not even suit up for you, who could have made a difference in that first round had he played. You know, so yeah, and if if Kyrie, uh, if KD is left there by himself with Ben Simmons, there's a one thousand percent chance that man is leaving. KD, yeah, yeah he's gonna be no. Well, KD signed long term, so he's stuck there. You know, but he, he could he's going to first the trade or something. Yeah, it's, it's not wrong with doing that. You know, that's not out of the realm of possibility. But I think that Brooklyn, they're gonna they're gonna make amends. They're gonna get this right with Kyrie. Um, what is, there has to be like a lot of centers within the deal, you know, because that's that's sweet, like obviously affected them. Yeah. My thing is, I think they'd be better off getting a, a new coach than moving on from Kyrie because we did not really get to see KD and Kyrie, you know, together, you know, see that yeah, full, full but season. It's, but it's becoming, but it's becoming a, an ever growing story every year. It's He's injured, uh, Kyrie is injured, or he just doesn't want to play, or he, he makes a mockery of the media, or he's in his feelings. Like there, there's there's so many question marks surrounding that man. And I hope KD is coming to him one-on-one on FaceTime or sitting down, eating a chopped cheese or whatever the fuck y'all eat up there in New York. But you, I mean he, egg and cheese. He has to get him right. Like, you have to sit down and ask him, what the fuck do you want to do? 
do you want to go the philosopher MLK route or do you want to play basketball? Because your your contract with Nike, they already don't believe in your ass. So it's like, like what what do you want to do? Like what do Kyrie wants to do? But that's the thing that you can say about a lot of companies. That's why I already get caught with like play with their money, their endorsements and stuff like that. Yeah. Because those things only belong to you unless you're basically you're going by the status quo and you're not pissing off your hand and see sponsors stuff like that. You know what I'm right. saying? So Kyrie Irving is a basketball talent. He deserves to still have his Nike deal because he's one of the 15, 20 best players in the NBA. Yeah, they, I mean, but in the future, the only thing I'm looking forward to is the CBA. Uh, the agreements. I know these motherfucking owners oh, yeah. are going to come for these people. And I'm just going to laugh and just sit back and watch all the players bitch and complain and oh, no. It's going to be known as the Ben Simmons deal. The yeah. Ben Simmons rule. Mm-hmm. So, is that, but in regards to like what I think about Kyrie's future in Brooklyn, I think you know he's still going to be there, at least for one more year. They got to yeah. write that. I, I I think yeah, it's too soon to see what the fuck he's gonna do. Think he's, he's, he's gonna have to opt in though. He's gonna mm-hmm. have to opt in. So, but he has a player option, so he'd be best off doing that. I mean, uh, but the Nets don't want to give him a long term deal, so I, and I don't blame them. That's fine, you know. As I want, I don't blame him either, you know, because this guy's basically been a part time player for the past two years or so. Last. The player run before this one, he got hurt. So Jay's Harden, he basically had a bad hand. He playing like eighty percent with KD. They got beat by Milwaukee. You know, really like KD's big ass feet was the cause because they basically could have won that series. They should have mm-hmm. won that series in hindsight. But you know, hey, if that was the case. If, if they, if there was no injuries, then Giannis probably would not be an NBA champion right now. And I, I like the fact that Giannis is a champion. Giannis is one of my favorite people in the NBA. I think he's very entertaining on and off the court. But even last season, like Kyrie was a part-time player. You know, KD missed time due to injury. You know, so we haven't got a chance to see the Brooklyn Nets have a, a dominant run. You know what I mean? Like, because they have enough time to be a top three C in the Eastern Conference. You know, so I think they need to try to see if they can as be of, that next season. As of right now, it's looking like one of the biggest failures. Yeah, it is. It is. But you know what? Is it as big as the 2013 Brooklyn Nets when they trade all those first round picks to Boston with less to get Jason Tatum? <laughs> you know, so you know they trade picks that end up being Jason Tatum for K- for old KG or old Paul Pierce or old Jason Terry. So hey, the Nets, they've been very aggressive trying to make splash moves since they moved to Brooklyn from New Jersey, but it hasn't panned out. This could be one of those instances, but hey, at least in the in the conversation, you know. They got two of the top 20, 25 best players in the league at KD and Kyrie. KD certainly top five. Kyrie, you can make a case in that 15 to 25 range, you know. So, but that's that. But I think he's better off uh, taking the play options, opting into that deal the same way John Wall just did for the Houston Rockets. Yeah. So, um, you know, that basically covers the top two, our uh, top two main stories. Uh, for this reason, this but we also have to pick a role. We're basically gonna go- cover a few more. We're basically, um, for those that's new or don't know what pick a role is, 
basically I offer like some insight regards to news that's happening in the world of sports. If we decide whether we're gonna pick it, mean that we're gonna pick it apart or we're gonna roll with it, like let it slide because we agree. So first up in that regard is Draymond Green. Draymond Green has been quite the troll since the Golden State Warriors won their fourth <laughs> NBA championship. He yeah. even said, he even said earlier during the season on his podcast, do not let them win a bleeping championship, you know, because you do not want to hear his mouth. And boy, has he been running his mouth ever since they won, you know. Whereas we're coming at John Morant, talk about, like, we trade that real estate for Boston, you know, because we liked it better, which was a dope lot. That was a bar right there. Whereas been cursing up a storm at the parade, like dropping F-bombs, kind of like the way I, I sometimes drop F-bombs on this show. You know, so let me ask you, like, is Draymond Green, is he, is he, does he want the right to be this cocky as an NBA player? Like, because some people might say, that, okay, he's just a benefit of being like, um, I guess like a, what Charles Barkley might say, a bus rider. You know, you got bus drivers and bus riders. He might just be reaping the benefit of being a bus driver on a championship team. Like, does his absolute swagger warrant his talent in your minds? Yes, um, for one reason alone, he's a four-time champion. Okay. So you're rolling with So you're rolling with like, Yeah. Right, I'll just be Draymond. Look, when you got four rings, you can talk any shit you want. And it's not like necessarily he's a bus rider Um, because let's not forget, they do have a big three um, in Golden State. Um, Before, when he was younger, he would be able to shoot that rock. So let's yeah. let's not like make it seem like um Draymond is a Andrew Wiggins type player or something like that. Wait a minute, Andrew Wiggins proved himself throughout these playoffs. Well not I mean he well, was the not second best player in the finals, bro. Years before. Oh okay. yeah. he was the second best player in the finals. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Shout and out he to proved him. and he proved that hey sometimes it's not so much about your time about your situation as a player. You know, so yeah, he's in that man really situation. came into his own. Showing up, showing up, showing up. So, all right, so we're rolling with Draymond. Continue to be, continue to be a sub, bro. We love to see it. Yeah, and going against John Morant. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is a bit of a, a bit of an old story, but uh, we weren't. We have an episode last week, but Eddie Davis admitted that he has not picked up a basketball, you know, basically since April, you know, around the time when he got shut down for the season. So my question to you is, should the Lakers be concerned about the fact that AD is just seems to not be in a hurry to, like, you know, get back in the lab and work all his game and, and no. all that? Um, if given the option between him and Ben Simmons, I'd take Anthony Davis because Ben Simmons just posted a photo of him fishing, and he's acting like he's been on vacation for the past three years. So, so you think that Laker Nation should have no issue with the fact that Anthony Davis – has not picked up a basketball, has not done any drills or anything since the season ended. Uh, I, I mean, if he's as good as close friends with uh, LeBron James as he says he is, then I'm pretty sure LeBron James is on him. LeBron's working with Kevin Love right now. He's been working out with Kevin Yeah, I, I saw that. So I'm, I'm wondering what's going on over there. Could be K-Love on his way to the – could be Kevin Love on his way to the Lakers, you know, so you never know. But – um. I'm going to pick it apart. I'm going to pick it apart because the thing is um, with AD, AD, talent-wise, top five. Mm -hmm. Top five player in the league. You know, definitely top ten. 
you know, but I'll say he's top five if he goes to time. The main thing with him is injury. He's always hurt. You know, they sometimes they always say like with AD, like what does it stand for? And um availability, um, I don't know. So I'm about to say something dumb. Yeah, I'm tired. <laughs> but um, you know, like he's just he's not available, you know, for the most part, you know, so he's always injured, you know, so or, or always disabled. That's that's the AD, always disabled. Um, not in like a literal terms, you know what I mean, but you, you get to just but my thing was AD, like you got your ring first season with the Lakers. You got the bubble championship. Some people feel like that championship don't mean anything. Me personally, I think I I don't really try to go that route because my thing is with the, with the bubble, there's no home court advantage. You're basically stuck in one location. All right, people are so, just starting. Yeah, you know. So basically, like that's kind of like an NCAA tournament in a sense. Like there's like it's neutral, it's neutral grounds. Everybody so, had the same opportunity. Though. Exactly. So, 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 so to me, that championship, that championship matters. It's, it's valid. But ever since the brothers been injured, Lakers, you know, end up in a playing um, twenty twenty one. They got through it barely. Got beat in the first round by Phoenix. He goes down in that series. This past year, he missed a whole bunch of games due to injury. The Lakers they even qualified for the playing. And chances are he was available, although the Lakers was kind of like, you know, up in limbo throughout the whole season. Right. You know, they probably could have been something, you know. So I think the thing with AD is some might say that since he's bulked up a bit, he's been getting hurt a lot more. So who knows? Maybe he has a picture of basketball. Maybe he's working on his body. Who knows? But uh, he seems to be on Twitch a whole lot. I don't think Laker Nation does not like that. And I can understand why because – Laker Nation is a rabbit fan base. They kind of remind me of Yankee fans. They I mean, they used to win the championships, and this guy's supposed to be the future. LeBron James has entered the last season of his contract. No chances he's going to renew. AD's supposed to be the guy. And I guess Laker Nation, they're worried about, like, okay, like, once LeBron leaves, is it over for us? You know, so I can understand why I mean, you're upset about that. Yeah, at, at the same time, Look, I mean, as long as you're working on yourself and what have you, just be ready game time. That's all I can say. There you go. And we're not done with the Lakers just yet. We're not done with the Lakers yet. Because there have been reports came out that Russell Westbrook was offered in a trade package with Taylor Horton Tucker for Malcolm Brogdon of the Indiana Pacers. And the Lakers also want to give up a 2026 first round draft pick, and the Pacers turned it down. So, are we going to pick a role as, as Russell Westbrook's trade value non existent? <laughs> yeah, I, I think so. I'm, we're going to roll with it. Um, I, I think we made this joke about Russell maybe going to the Pacers like last year or something like that. Yeah, I was like, Pacers, Knicks, you know, the Horn, those are definitely the teams in discussion. Right, yeah. So it's like. And they don't want them. They don't want no parts of that, man. Like, <laughs> Pacers are, I guess, working on their own rebuild. So it just wouldn't make sense for them to grab whatever the fuck Russell Westbrook is at this moment in time. But I think Russ is a quality player. Is he the MVP Russ, though? But, but, he, but can he get you a ring? 
I don't no, think so. No, he cannot. But you know what? You're the Indiana Pacers. You're not supposed to win championships. And and they're they're looking for they're looking for a, the a rebuild. For. There's there's no there's no way there's no reason for them to get Westbrook when they're rebuilding. Just no way. What what the fuck are we getting you? But for? the thing is, they fired a coach, Igor. I forgot his last name, but let's just call him Coach Igor. They fired him after he left up to the plan. They brought in Rick Carlisle, former head coach of the Dallas Mavericks, a champion head coach, to come back and coach that team. They missed out on the plan this year. Yes, they brought Tyrese Halliburton from Sacramento. They gave a Demontis a bonus. See, like Miles Turner's all in for like you know staying in Indy. You know, um, either I want to Dallas again, but we got Christian Wood, so I, I guess we're all right. You know, Christian Wood, although he's not the defender, Miles Turner is. He's a good pick and roll big man. He can shoot as well, you know. So, so I guess Dallas is trying to make some moves to contend. But the thing is, in the end, they're set up to, to this point where I think you add a Russell Westbrook, you he can at least guide you into the play. Because Pacers fans, they are used to, although they're not used to winning championships, they, they're used to being in the playoffs. Is that is that what they're looking for? Like. Bro, not every team in the NBA is selling some win or championship. Yeah, not and not every team is looking to get into the playoffs just to get bounced out. Why not? That's more money. I, I don't it's think more, they're interested in like, getting into the play-in right now. I think they're it, more focused it's on just why, It's just why like, the whole NBA finals format, everybody's about should the league go back to a 2-3-2 format. That would basically be punishing the top seed because, God forbid, you lose game one or game two. You can get uh, swept the rest of the way, and that's gonna mess up the, the the home team, the team that supposedly had home court advantage for getting additional revenue for the year. So of course you gonna want to make the playoffs because as an organization, that's more money. Not every team is meant to win a championship. Like you think the Sacramento Kings fans, you think the Kings fans, Kings have been the place of two thousand six. I don't even think they know what the fuck a ring is. <laughs> they don't. They don't. But shout. But shout that's to my not, boy. That's the furthest thing from their mind. But shout. But shout to my boy Danny Santana. He's a Kings fan. I think he would. He'd be more than happy if the Kings went to play in or like you know, got to the players or who don't got swept. Well, yeah, mm-hmm. that's what happened with uh, poverty franchises. But I mean, at at this point in time, I, I don't know. I just don't. Like they obviously don't want him for a reason, and I'm not really sure what that reason is. It's because of what they saw in LA. That's what I'm saying. Like everybody saw how LeBron James made everybody all teammates better, but you surround him with other all stars, they numbers always deplete. Even Anthony Davis, Anthony Davis was a much better player in New Orleans statistically than he is in LA. But LeBron James numbers always always end up the same or or better. But everybody else suffers around him. So I, mean, I think I, I honestly what, don't know what Westbrook's options are. That's what I said. Is Russell Westbrook close to MVP Russ? No. But I think he's he has at least one or two more years of Washington. Where's his Russell Westbrook at? He mm-hmm. can average a triple dub and keep your team fighting for the play or the playoffs. He can't do that if you surround with the right pieces, shooters, a defensive picker, a defensive. But uh, is that pick. what the Pacers have? Do they have the right pieces? They don't have they the Pacers lack athleticism. They have Tyrese Halliburton, who's a guy that I really like. But Malcolm Brogdon, Malcolm Brogdon, he's solid, he's injury prone. You know what I mean? But I think you add Russell Westbrook to that core, 
They're in the plan. Fire for a player spot. Are they gonna win? No. But you know, not every player is meant to win championship, and that's okay. Allen Iverson is their one, but you can't tell me Allen Iverson is not coaching more impactful than let's say a Dwayne Wade who has three rings. And D Wade, one of the best ever. Definitely top 25, you know, or top 20, you know. So well, no, no. I mean, I well, just, he's not top 20 because I have him on top 20, but he's definitely <laughs> like top 25. Yeah, I mean, I I don't think they had any interest in him, and maybe that's for good reason. Yeah. But um, in regards to Russ, like, I kind of picked it apart, so to speak, so I guess you roll with it, I picked it. I think he does have some trade value. It's, it's going to take the right team and the right situation. It can be a championship team. It can Yeah, but, I mean – we we say but I don't think Russ cares we about say that he way. has trade value, but where the fuck is he gonna go? Your only options is New York. Like and that wouldn't be Knicks. bad, and that wouldn't be bad. Are the Knicks gonna win? Hell no. But you know what, Knicks fans, y'all haven't won a championship since 1972. I mean, he'll he'll bring in numbers, blockbuster. You know, so, so Knicks fans, let's stop acting like y'all championship organization because y'all not. All right, y'all. Y'all used to get into the playoffs again, mighty well by Michael Jordan in the 90s. Okay, so and there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with that. Russ will keep you relevant. He's going to play hard, and he's going to give his all. He's going to compete night in and night out. He's not going to take days off. So if you're a team and you value that, and you want to have one of the safe five greatest players to be able to market that, and basically, okay, like triple-double Russ is back, then by all means, go get him. Go get them. But if you're a championship team, like trying to, like what the Lakers thought they were, or you're trying to, or uh, like Houston, you know, he was he was pretty good at Houston, you know. But if you're like a Miami Heat, a Boston Celtics, a Lakers, or any of these teams trying to date that you're a contender, don't get them. Don't get them because it's not going to work. It's not going to work. But if you are a rebuilding team or a team that's just looking to sell some tickets, go get Russ. And I'm flourish. So that's the way I see it, man. And I think with that, we can leave it right there. So, ladies and gentlemen, if you have enjoyed this week's edition of the Out of Bounds Podcast, the big three were down for the February. You got the dynamic duo. You got the Shaq and Kobe, the MJ and Pippen. And, yes, I'm Shaq and MJ in both of these scenarios. <laughs> Wait, hold on. <laughs> Ain't that won't be a Kobe or Scotty Pippen, man. You still one of the top 75 greats. Yeah, but all right. I, I feel like I'm more impactful with my takes. But all right, I, I guess I guess if you want to be but, able to uh, but I'm, I'm not I'm not gonna I'm not gonna shit on your confidence. Gonna... <laughs> <laughs> so I'll I'll leave it right there. Let's let the people decide who's more impactful. So so ladies and gentlemen, you know, I'll necessarily read the com well, I do read the comments, but I like I like to sub a poll. Who do you think is more impactful to this? Look, part? we had people saying, "Oh, they want to they want a spinoff of my podcast." So I'm I'm just saying, don't you have a spinoff podcast? Though? Yeah, I do, but I, I don't know why they I don't know why they want it more. I guess more so, sports. So, so y'all want more Donnie, ladies and gentlemen. Where he covered indie flicks and all that, you know, just, just holler at my boy, just support right, that exactly. You know, just put it right there, just go to the Instagram, 
Exactly, man. Just support that. But brother, let everybody know they can find you on social media. Which yeah, uh, that good shit. Right now, I'm like uh, focusing on cinematography and learning how to do um, visual TikToks. So I'm now on TikTok. I posted one on there. Um, it's the same username as Instagram and Twitter and stuff like that. Um, you can check out my radio show, Distorted Records with Donnie on Live95Autolist.com, 11 to 3 a.m. Uh, and I'm also working on photography, uh, you know, podcasting, and uh, I feel like writing. Screenwriting. I was like, I feel like there's something else I'm missing. Man. See, I know you're like better than you. Hey, that ain't that yeah. shit. <laughs> you know, as for me, ladies and gentlemen, you can find me at Liddell the Fashion Issa. But I implore you, I implore you guys to follow us. Follow, yes, us because it's it's a collective. We'll come down to Gum Productions. Follow us at Gum Dot Productions on Instagram. Soon to be TikTok as well. You know, because I think a lot of our videos could also do quite well on there. Like, bring a new flavor to TikTok. But support us. Subscribe to the YouTube channel, Gun Productions. All that will be in the link down below. Although not really supposed to be promote other non-affiliated content. But you know what? I'm the manager director. I could. Exactly. I'm the manager director. I could do whatever the fuck. Oops, I'm sorry, you too. I should not be saying that word. I could do whatever the hell I want. You know what I'm saying? And but also check out our boy uh Noel Austin. All his uh he just dropped a Juneteenth. Um yes. No doing great. He even got the opportunity to meet Deion Sanders, man. So I know I, I saw his uh Instagram stories at the yeah. HBCU black showcase or something like yeah, that. Yeah, man. So shout out to no shout out to no. Also got the BT Awards coming. I gotta check my emails. I got locked out of it. You know, because I how forgot my how you get locked out, my guy. Don't you have a social media handling all this? Yeah, just I forgot the password, and then I said the password. I got it wrong so many times, I got locked out. So I gotta connect with the admin on it, my boy Kalo, to let me back in. So, um, for anybody that been and trying to like you know inquire about interviews, event coverages, you know, award shows and stuff like that, I haven't gotten back to it, not because I'm being Hollywood. And I'm just ignoring it or trying to play hard to get or stuff like that. Or I think like I don't care or I'm playing it cool. It's just, I got locked out of my email. So just give me some time. I can get back in that. And we're going to get to work. You know, True Culture, go get to work. Gun Production, go get to work. Donnie Unleashed, go get to work. Brother No, go get to work. You know, so we are out here just trying to make stuff happen as a collective. And also individually as well, you know. Because when we come together, we create Voltron. That's the way I see it. But uh, ladies and I'm not sure exactly what that is. You don't know about Voltron? Is that the same thing as Megatron from Power Rangers? No. Is that the, the cat the cat thing where they... That's Thundercats. In space or something like that? I think it was a... Voltron was a Netflix show, right? It was. But I'm talking about the classic that used to come on um, called Tsunami. Oh, no, Tsunami. Tsunami at 4 p.m. Eastern time at the school. No. Damn, bro. You know what? I I watch a lot of Cartoon Network and Tsunami and stuff like that. What was you watching? I was watching Dawson's Creek, man. And on that note, ladies and gentlemen, we hope that you enjoyed this. We hope that you enjoyed this. It was actually it was WB back in the day. It wasn't those. No, it was UPN. UPN, UPN fifty-seven. Yeah, black black TV shows. 
Bernie Mac, My Wife and Kids. But Dawson Creek is not a black TV show, bro. But but you saying WB. And I'm it like, used to no, come like WB that. 11, bro. Back in the, in, I don't know. Oh, I we had 57, UPM 57. Yeah, yeah, you know, you feel me, but you know what? It is what it is, man. Ladies and gentlemen, hope that you enjoyed this week's edition of Out of Bounds Podcast. If you did, please be sure to hit that like button. Subscribe to the channel. Share with your network. You know, let everybody know what the Tuck fam is doing. And as always, as I always say, Hail Hydra. Wait, 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 and we love black women. Hell, <laughs> <laughs>